Hey y'all, it's your girl Chanel. Now I need y'all to come on in so we can talk. So go on, go sit down, take a seat. Hey y'all, hey, it's Mimi with the hot seat. Are y'all ready? We got some sizzling shit. See you soon. Hey you all, it's Tori. So come on in and stay tuned. Hey Brooskies, it's your girl Angela Marie. Y'all ready? Let's go. What's up? What's up, everybody? What's going on on this Friday night? Hey, Welcome to episode five of the Hot Seat Podcast. Okay, we are part of the Dial House Radio Network, and I, I always forget this. Shame on me. Shame on Angie. I always forget to explain that when we have our show. You know, disrespecting the whole brand. Let me stop right. Okay, let me just go ahead and say that. We are part of the Dial House Radio Network, and if you guys aren't familiar with them, Dial House Radio has been around for a few years now, and um, we pretty much started off as a podcast or a, a number of podcasts, because there were 15 uh, shows under the Dial House Radio Network at one time running off of Block Talk Radio. So now we have kind of transitioned into a new phase, and everyone is going all visual, so that's why you get to see us and talk to us and see what we look like and everything. But all of the shows are now going to the visual live streaming podcast type of platform, okay? So Friday night, the Hot Seat Podcast has it on lock starting at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then at 10 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, Hot Sugar Tea streams live. We stream live here in our Facebook page, we stream live on our YouTube page, and we also stream live on uh, the Dow House Radio Twitter page. And then our follow-up show behind us, Hot Sugar Tea, they stream live to the Dow House Radio Facebook page and to the uh, India Morel YouTube page and then to the I'm Your Dream Girl um Twitter page, which is India Morell, who's the owner of the House Radio, is her direct Twitter page. So check out those shows. And then in 2022, our other show, which is still currently streaming uh, on Blog Talk Radio, so that's an all audio pod- podcast, um, they will be also going visual. And that's uh, All Talk No Filter, hosted by Miss STL in ST in St. Louis and her co-host rap star in New York. So that's a pretty dope little show too. So look forward to that coming to you guys. If you want to catch the audio version of the podcast, we are audio on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on iHeartRadio, and on Google Podcasts. Okay, so if you just get tired of looking at our faces, which I don't know why you would, but if you did and you just want to listen to us in the car or whatever the case may be, check us out on those platforms. All right? All right. So let's get to it, everybody. Now... We got a lot to talk about today. I don't even know what all we're talking about. We random as hell. I have no clue what may transpire during the course of this show. What I do know is, is that our main topic is about dating people with kids. I cannot wait to get into this conversation. Calling all the baby mamas and the baby daddies and all the third parties that's in this little entanglement 
with the babies. Okay, the entanglement. Everybody, I want everybody to jump on, say something, have a comment, give your perspective, especially when it comes to baby. I have so many questions. I think we all have so many questions. This is going to be an interesting show. So I'm going to ask everybody who's watching to share, 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 and share the podcast. Get Call your baby daddy. I want you to call your baby daddy. <laughs> Tell him to get on this show. Get him on the show. Call your baby mama. Okay? Tell them to get on the show so we can talk about it. Okay? That's all I'm saying. So that's what's coming up on today's show. We're having this conversation about dating people with kids. We want to know what's going on, what to do, who to whoop, who not to whoop. We're trying to figure it out. Let us know. Okay? So, before we get into that, that conversation comes up at 8.30, y'all. But before we get to that, let's get into our usual uh, little routine of things, you guys. So, we're going to get into our awareness for the week. So, for those of you who may not know, every week of the month, you know, we honor an awareness. And our nice handy-dandy little awareness secretary, Mimi, over there up in the corner, she puts together the list of the awarenesses. Hey, girl. She puts up the list of the awarenesses together for us, and then we choose which ones we are going to um, honor on the show. So for this week, we're actually going to honor safe toys and gifts. Okay, was that an amber alert? It's a tornado warning. I told you. Oh, we got girl, the tornado warning here in St. Louis. If Mimi has to duck for cover, okay, it's life-threatening conditions that's going on. So if she go off the air, we know what's up. We know what's going on, okay? Lord Jesus. So anyway, <laughs> our awareness for this week is Save Toys and Gifts Month. And so I'm going to be very honest with you. This is my first time ever hearing about this awareness. And I honestly did not even know that there was an awareness for this. I'm going to tell you what I thought it was versus what it really is was completely different. Okay. But I'm working it out. I didn't work it out. Okay. So we're not going to even talk about what I thought it was. Let's talk about what it really is. Okay. So December is National Safe Toys and Gifts Month, and this observance was started by Prevent Blindness America. Okay, so this is really about the safety of our children. It's about making sure that they have toys that are safe. And so I'm just going to read because this is an awareness that I'm new to on the emergencycenter.com. They say approximately 217,000 children are treated in emergency rooms annually for toy-related injuries. The injuries can happen because of a fault in the toy itself or due to mishandling of the toy. While the vast majority of injured parties were eventually released by the emergency room or hospital, toy-related injuries are among the most preventable. Okay, and so the Consumer Product Safety Commission in 2018 reported 17 fatalities that involved toys. Okay, so, this is an awareness that kind of causes everyone to be mindful of the types of toys that they are providing to their children. Not only that, kind of watching how it's handled, you know, because kids are curious, they play with things, you know, most little ones, everything they want to put in their mouth. So you have to be, 
be very mindful, very careful with your children and what you're allowing them to play with. And so, of course, how fitting is this awareness for the month of December when we're so close to Christmas and kids get a lot of toys. So that is our awareness of the month. I will have the flyer and information posted on our page. And then, Tori, were you getting ready to say something? Yeah, I wanted to say something to that. Um, it makes a lot of sense. I really like that because I know even when I get toys for, you know, um, nieces and stuff like that, I look on the box. And if you notice, it says the age range on it, where it says like right. two and plus or three and plus, or you know what I mean? So that does make a lot of sense why they put the age related on it because the toys can have little things on it that a one-year-old can go and break off and swallow it instantly. And you're not even thinking twice about it. So exactly. I, I get that. And I noticed like even in a lot of stores, they do recalls. So, you know, when you go into these stores, um, Ross, et cetera, they'll have one there, there's a recall on a particular toy. So I, I can dig it. I really like this one. This is a good one. Yeah, I thought so, too. And I thought that, you know, this was a good point to make. And like I said, I hadn't even heard of this awareness before, but that's a good point, you know, to make sure that we are being mindful of those things because we don't necessarily think about them hurting themselves when they have their toys. But it's a very, you know, real possibility being that kids just, you know, they don't know. So this one is a really good awareness. So you guys, I will have this information posted on our page. Again, this is Safe Toys and Gifts Month. All right, so we are back, everybody. And as you know, we always encourage you to grab your favorite drink and come join us on the Friday nights with some laughs, some conversation, you know, and just unwind, okay? I know people are out there going out and doing whatever, you know, but some of us still be staying inside, you know, because it ain't all safe. Nope, but we, right. okay, so we, uh, this is our way of just kind of coming and having some fun with you all and having conversation and open dialogue about a lot of things. So to get the party started, as you guys know, on Fridays, we sit. I don't know what y'all sipping on. You know, as a matter of fact, if you sipping on something, I want you to go ahead and comment because we want to know we want to be in your business. What you drinking on? All right. Tonight, tonight, y'all, I am drinking some Barefoot Fruit Scotto. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is Fruit Scotto, and this is Strawberry. And so it's really, really good. I'm keeping it simple tonight. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't have a drink to save your waistline, okay? Tonight, <laughs> tonight we got strawberry wine and whoppers. So that's all oh, I'm going to yeah. say. You acting Don't out. judge me. Don't hey, judge me. No judgment here. Okay. It's kind of like having a chocolate-covered strawberry. Yeah, why not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all right, all right. Tori, what you drinking on, girl? Oh, so I got this nice red blend called Odd Lot. It's actually really good. It's a mixture of a Cabernet with a Shiraz. So it's really good, actually. And it, it doesn't cost that much, okay? It's not that wait, bougie. Wait, but how, how much does your bottle cost, though? $15. That ain't bad. I don't know. $4.98. <laughs> $4.98. <laughs> You're not going to call me out. You're just not. It don't cost that much. Okay. That All right now. Cost enough. Mimi, what ne you drinking on? 
<laughs> Over there looking like Lois Lane. What you drinking on, girl? Okay. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You on mute? Girl, is you muted, girl? Mm-hmm. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Sorry, the child asked, "Was it a tornado warning going on?" So I had to speak to the the many humans. So yeah, sorry. So I had the Mandria Sangria Moscato. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds I'm good. A, yeah, I'm a fruity, sweet and fruity type of person when it comes to my wines and stuff like that. Um, wait something. who called me out in the comments he says wait hold up wine and whoppers yes indeed tonight exactly. tonight tonight it's it's wine and whoppers babe Mate. <laughs> that is a weird combination i mean kind of like tori and her um chili dog, chili dog no you not um but my relish it's all right. It's okay. We're not gonna judge you. But I was saying, like her um, Angie mixture today don't make sense. Kind of like your hot dogs and relish with chili. <laughs> it don't make sense. Nell came out. Looked it in there real cute. Nell, I love that. Nell what came is? in already she She did. Cause Tori oh, be Nell. ready. Tori be ready. Okay. Oh, I'm ready. Nell, what you drinking on, babe? I think it's called um uh, You think you don't know? My husband mm-hmm. bought this job. Nouveau. Nouveau. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Nouveau. I love it. It's good. What is I guess it's wine or liquor, whatever it is. It's strong though. She's like, we get <laughs> you make it nothing tonight. No, not tonight. Not mm. tonight. Oh, you said it's great. Oh, wait. This is what I'm snacking on with my wine. Y'all see. That's soft, what good. What is it? Soft baked soft. clusters. Oh. That looks good. Don't judge okay. me. She said, don't judge me. I heard that. No judgment here, boo. Mm-mm. All right, y'all. Let's get into some conversation. So first of all, I wanted to ask everybody, has who's been watching Harlem? Has anyone been watching Harlem? I ain't never heard of it. Never heard of it. What? What? Dang. Y'all missing out. I haven't. On I now. Have, okay. I haven't watched it, but I know what it is. What is it? Okay. So it's a new series that has uh, started. It's on Prime. And it's uh, four, four women, four black women in Harlem. And it's about, you know, their careers, their relationships. It's really good. I don't want to because we know that there's a lot of people who still has not seen it. It's pretty new. And um, <clears throat> so we're not going to give no spoilers or anything. I'm going to have to find it. And, and it's really good. Definitely. Definitely. So I'm curious to know, has anybody actually watched the series that was on stars that was called run the world? Dang, Angie, me and you both, we the we ones on here. Okay, so what's funny is where where y'all been at? Where y'all been at? Candy Crush. (laughs) I hate that game. (laughs) Nell's been playing Candy Crush, y'all. Y'all, that's my my relaxation time when the boys are in the bed. 
No, I understand. I, I totally understand. So listen, so run the world. Here's the thing. Run the world and Harlem, to me, are almost identical. Very much so. They're I almost agree. identical. Okay, they're both about four black women. Both stories are set in Harlem. Both are about these women. You know, they're successful women. They're friends. They're, you know, it's about their careers, their love lives, what's going on, and things like that. And so... Me and Tori were talking about it. We couldn't figure out what is technically the difference between the two. So my take on it, really the only thing that I can see from this show is that with Run the World, I get a more mature kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Even though both shows, the women, it's set in like, you know, they're they're in their 30s, you know, but I get a more... um, mature vibe from run the world i get a more i don't know younger kind of fresh vibrant vibe from harlem it's weird but it it's almost the same storyline yeah it really so, is yeah it's, it's weird so i'm really curious to know like what's the difference so joseph says i'm surprised None of you ladies ever watch HBO's Boardwalk Empire. I have not seen that. I've heard about it, but I have not seen it. Me either. I'll have to watch that. Yeah, I never Absolutely. Did. You notice Absolutely. on the show, though, Angie, on both Run the World and Harlem, um, it was so identical, but their fuck-ups or their mishaps were all different. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. We so, can't even tell you, we can't even talk about it. No, I'm not talking. Yeah, we can't talk about it. But if you look at them, at both of them, you'll see their mishaps on all of them. So it'll hit all different perspectives of when someone fucks up, what is the solution of their fuck up? So it's pretty good, both of them. It's good. So we're going to wait till everybody then caught up and watch the show so we can talk about it. We probably still can't talk about it because I bet it's a bunch of people who still have not watched it as of yet they're both good but those are good we'll get back to that let's talk about jesse smiley for just a minute (laughs) jesse he had nothing else better to do i don't know so the jury jury then found poe jesse guilty of a fake hate crime (laughs) wow Thing. You know, I had to reread the little the headline this morning when I saw it. I said, wait, what happened now? How do you get found guilty for your own head? Just, just it. <laughs> he should have just kept singing that song. What's that little song they kept singing on Empire? What's the little song? Uh, don't you even say it. Yeah, don't get Vicky line because I asked her what the song was and she sung the uh, opening to power. So, <laughs> well, don't you know what Angie the song he used to sing? I don't know it. That's it though, Nell. You're so beautiful. Or whatever. That song. You're That's so the one. beautiful. Uh, 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 Are you uh, getting uh, it now, Tori? I'm on now. <laughs> You ain't knew it just a few minutes ago, though. You know what? Don't come for me right now, Mimi. I'm about that life. About that life, Mimi. Y'all so mean today. 
Oh my no, gosh, no. out of control oh today. Oh, no, no. <laughs> out of control today. So is he guilty? Yeah, they must he was found guilty. guilty. I wonder if he's going to get some time or knowing <laughs> him. He probably they haven't been no him yet, though, right? Has anyone been paying attention? No. Has, it, has anyone been paying attention? I was trying to ask anyone in the comment if they have, um, if they know any actual details. They're probably just going to find him. You know, with these celebrities, they just find their asses. They don't go and send their butts. I think he's going to do some time. You think, I think so? he is too. Y'all yeah. think, think he's gonna get fined? He gonna be right now, little deal. Say, you're so beautiful. <laughs> oh. But it's yeah. crazy. Would, it's crazy he would do that because the show Empire was so hot. It, it was, was at his prime, and then he pulled that. He was bored, girl. So he had nothing. I was just about to say that. I he, swear he to you, some attention, more attention than what he was getting, honey. Some ain't right mm -hmm. in the head. Some ain't right. He's silly, cause I'm saying y'all know his sister. His sister's an actress. Who is like, his sister? Who's um, Journey? Uh, Journey Smollett, the one that played on Lovecraft. East Bayou. Lovecraft. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's grown. That was his sister. That's a sister. I did not know that. She's gonna need to get him together, honey. She she's gonna need to talk to him. Girl, it's too late for getting Jesse together now, shoot. <laughs> too I much know. drama. Too much drama. So look, so y'all, y'all know with the pandemic and everything that was going on, it's still going on, should I say? But you remember like movies were non-existent. We couldn't find a movie, couldn't go to the theaters, it was closed and all that. So now movies are starting to come back. And um, I've seen a few I'm, like, interested in. I don't know if y'all been looking at that, but I've been looking at, um, I want to see West Side Story. I hate musicals. I hate them. I hate them, too. They so stupid. But when it comes to my Puerto Rican people, I like my West Side Story. You shouldn't have said that, Neil. Don't, don't disrespect musicals. Corner. Do not disrespect musicals, okay? Okay. Okay. No, it's okay. You already did it. It's cool. It's stupid, y'all. I'm sorry. And West Side Story is one of my favorites, y'all. Oh my God, be like, Puerto Rico. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute, y'all. Because don't get me started. I was about to go there. I was about to go there. Like, not too much of my stuff. I don't you like don't? Music. No, they done. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I really just sang that online. But I'm sorry. I know. Sing it again. Sing it again. <laughs> No, no, I'm not going to embarrass myself, but you guys, I happen to love musicals very much, okay? So let me tell you what happened, right? Because Vicky do really does hate musicals. Mm -hmm. So we decided that we were going to challenge each other to do, to watch something the other one really likes to watch. So I made Vicky watch a musical. Oh, and yeah. she made me watch a documentary. I love documentaries. <laughs> it, wasn't just, it wasn't just any documentary. Let okay, so let's talk about what I made her watch. What did I make you watch, Vicky? She made me watch a dreadful rent. And it took me four days to watch rent. That is, I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry you had to go through that. It was torture. I bet. I'm a, man, look. And I, I just jumped off the cliff. 
sorry. It was torture because I kept stopping. It was only so many. I was like, wait, they just said two sentences and another song is on. What right. is going on? Can we like, have a conversation and not sing every single damn word? Well, they sing everything. Look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Oh Girl. my God! Don't do me, y'all. Don't do me. Listen, Four days. So I had her watch Bob Ross, which it was a documentary. Don't laugh at me. It was actually really good. It's a lot of drama on a painter from do PBS. Y'all know, y'all know who Bob Ross is, though. Let me tell you, Channel Nine. The, the one with the bro. Bro. I didn't even know that was his name. Thank I you. All I remember is he painted mountains. I, I didn't know nothing. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. I still got 10 minutes left on that documentary from three months ago. But it was good, though. Because you, know. you were calling me, telling me how it was good. Okay, so there was some good, there was a little drama in his life. I know he looked with that little fro and the paintbrush. I know he don't look like he had drama. But there was a little bit of drama. And it wasn't his fault. He really was a nice person, y'all. He, he was really was. But it was just some, girl, they shady Evil. in the painting world. They is shady in the painting world, child. About them coins. They did buy wrong. They did for that money. That's why in those stores, when you see Bob Ross stuff, it says Bob Ross and corporate or incorporation or something like that. It's like INC. It's not his name. It's not, it doesn't go towards his family. It doesn't go towards anything for him. Yes, you have to watch it because it's so shady how he got screwed over on his own name. What? I don't know who has Bob Ross's stuff because don't nobody I know have Bob Ross's stuff. But if you're somebody that likes the painting of Bob Ross <laughs> and you got stuff of his, listen to whatever it is Vicky just said to you because I don't know. I like documentaries. You learn stuff. Well, he used to make me sleepy as hell because the way he Music? talked was. Now I'm going to like make a bush here. <laughs> We're gonna dab it a little. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Stop. Don't like a time he was serenading really women, girl. Like that, he, did, he was so boring. It was so quiet and okay. He serenaded them ladies. Mm. Well, he serenaded me to sleep. Shit. <laughs> Listen. Okay, Bob was Bob cheated a little bit. He was a cheater. He was a cheater. He was Mom doing was a cheetah? Yes. I, believe girl, he I can't believe it either. Nobody, nobody who painted them little mountains like that was capable of cheating. Really though, Angie? I want to get on your musicals, okay, hunty? I'm going to leave that at bay. I'd rather watch Bob doing. than a musical. I'd rather watch Bob. Tyler. Thank you. Mimi, which one you picking? You going over there on your cousin's side? She is, or nah? she is, she is. Wait a minute, what? You, you know I have to throw that out there. Thank you, Nell. Wait, what? Never mind. I'm not a music. Mimi, you're not you, you I'm done with y'all. You like Anyways, so I'm there's other movies that there's other movies that's out right now. There's the Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I'm pretty interested in that. I heard it's pretty good. Um well, there's how it is amazing. Really? I've heard that Ghostbusters is amazing. It's House of Gucci, House of Gucci with Lady Gaga, which I definitely want to see because Lady Gaga is a hell of an actress off top. She hell weird too. She weird, but she can act her butt off. Mm. 
Speaking of Ghostbusters, you know I keep calling Mimi Lois Lane, but I really keep forgetting the name of the little lady that's in Ghostbusters, y'all. Uh, I can't help me out. I can't remember. I don't watch it. I'm gonna come <laughs> back to that. We gonna get the right <laughs> name. I'm sorry. Carry on. House of and Gucci. then there's um for the kids you can take them to see Encanto, and then there's Resident Evil. <laughs> You just got real happy when you said that you're gonna go see in console. No, 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 I'm saying you can take the kids <laughs> to go see that, <laughs> and then there's Trump Resident Trump. Evil. Oh, Welcome to the raccoon. The look on Angie's face when you said that was hilarious. What was the look on her face? I don't know what Encanto is. Is that what we said? It's, it's a cartoon, no. baby. It's a cartoon. She was smiling at first, and then she did like this. <laughs> <laughs> and she got issues. And then there's Resident Evil. I would well, like I to, going to see that. I would like that. Yes, me too. I don't know. I don't know about that. I might be like this, covering my eyes up. What? You know what? Oh my gosh. Come on now. Just in case it's scary, I ain't got time today. But you got time for Bob. Thank you. Bob was like, how long? Like an hour or something? Too long. Bob wasn't scary. He looked like a child molester, so there'll be times I just (laughs) take a nap. Oh, Bob. Can we just disrespect Bob? I'm so sorry for everyone who is a fan of Rest in peace. For everyone is a fan of Bob Ross's, we sincerely apologize on behalf of Mimi for disrespecting his polar name. She just called him a child molester. I mean, what? It was a lot of people that looked a little child molested. Him and uh, the neighborhood guy. What's it, Mr. Rogers? Mr. Rogers. But wasn't Mr. Rogers really a child molester in my line on him? Allegedly. I don't know. I don't think he was. He was. He seemed he was kind spirited. I don't know, man. He was, I don't know. Okay. I got a no comment. My name is Tori and I ain't in it. Okay. Well, listen, you guys, we're about to get into a really quick break here. Actually, it's about a five-minute break, so I want y'all to get ready to get into this conversation. We're about to talk about dating people with kids okay so during the break i'm going to ask you guys to get your snacks get your drinks share call up your people get on this conversation if you want to come on live on video with us and comment and you know getting in on the conversation make sure that you message us in the comments um, if you are a Facebook friend of mine or any of ours and you want to hop in Messenger, hop in Messenger so we can send you a link so we can get you on and you can speak your piece on the show. But we are about to get into this conversation. We're about to talk about what's what, what's going down with this, how do we make it work, what's the do's and don'ts, because I feel like it's some type of secret rules or something when it comes to dating someone with kids. So y'all think about it. You let us know when we get back from the break, and we will be right back. Unless you talking numbers, we ain't speaking about the right things. Switch up on my nigga for a figure, that's not like me. Baddie with a body in the lobby, she like nice things. She used to know me then, she like me now, that's funny timing. 
eyes been on that prize. I cop that crib off for that timepiece. I'm trying to see the globe and sell out shows until the flight leaves. They wanna ride my ties, but they ain't even ride or die, please. But I've been short on time and in the prime, I'm my prime easy. I said I never changed and leveled up. I guess I lied, yeah. Off that strain of potent just to feel like I'm alive, yeah. I wanna create or recreate that move. Okay. Something like um kick that shit. Power to my people, to my people, got power, Power to my people, to my people, got power, right? Power to my people, to my people.
All right, we are back. We are back, everybody. Thank you for being with us through our little intermission, through our break, everybody. So we are back, and it's time to get into this conversation. I'm about to get comfortable because we got stuff to talk about. We have to talk about this this topic right here. So there's so many questions, and I'm pretty sure there's so many point of views when it comes to dating someone who has children. And I'm saying that from all sides of it, right? So if you are the parent and you know, you the, you're the baby mom and then you have the father and he's with someone else and you know, that whole dynamic or vice versa. And then from the person who's kind of coming into the situation, like the external party, external party coming into the situation, um with someone who already has a child and then just um trying to to have a you know cohesive situation but we all know that it does not always happen that way so i guess the starting question would be can it work you know being or dating someone who has kids now obviously there's so many people who are in blended families it absolutely can work so i think the big thing here is how is it successful how do you make it work what are the key elements you know what are some of the things that you think needs to be understood or in place when you get into a situation like that because i'm sure all of us have been with you know someone or are with someone who um has a child or maybe have had a child you know so i you know we we have different perspectives on this one so um i'm going to say on my end i'll start out with the conversation i absolutely think it can work um I think that all parties involved need to have a certain level of maturity when it comes to that type of situation. And there's also a level of respect amongst all parties. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think when it comes to the children, uh, collectively, everyone's main goal is to create a loving and supportive environment for the child, right? So everybody's best interest for the child should play a part in this. I think where it gets kind of sticky is the ex the the other factors. And most of the time I don't feel like it's necessarily the kids. Sometimes it is the kids, okay? So we got two things here. It's sometimes it it's the parents because of either the baby mama or the baby daddy. A lot of times I feel like it's unresolved feelings or issues that causes that. And then the other thing is, is the child, you know what I'm saying? And not because the child's doing anything wrong, because they're usually innocent in the situation, but depending on the environment that they're coming from. So if you have, let's say, for instance, uh, a, a baby father who is always negatively talking about the mom's boyfriend or vice versa, or, you know, or the baby mama who's always negatively talking about the father's girlfriend and the kids hear that you know, or because you don't like the fact that he's moved on, you know, then you're talking about the girlfriend in front of the kids. And so the kids feel that, well, you can say disrespectful things and they feel that they can say disrespectful things to this person. And that's where a lot of conflict can arise. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like when it comes to situations like that, 
I believe children need to stay in the child's place. That's number one. Because ultimately, the situation is between the adults. It has nothing to do with the child. You know what I'm saying? So for parents who think it's okay to allow their children to be disrespectful to the other person's significant other, whoever that may be, that's unacceptable. I don't care who don't like that one. It's unacceptable. It got to be boundaries. There has to be boundaries. That's the biggest thing, the the boundaries and the respect. Yeah, that's really it. Yeah. If if you don't have the the boundary set or... um, the respect is not gonna work. It's just gonna yeah. cause a lot of tension. Absolutely, absolutely. And that, you know, that's a big thing. Now, in in that, you know, respect as well, you know, for people coming into this type of situation, the external party coming into the situation, you know, it's also there's also the part there where I understand as a mom, you have to make sure that their intentions are good. Okay. So I do understand, I do understand that, but I I just feel like the communication needs to be there between the adult party. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's where the problem comes in at. Right. I agree. So so I'm curious. What do y'all, what do y'all take? What do you guys think about it? Tori or Mimi, what do you guys think? Really? This is new to me. Um, all my relationships that I've been in, um, I've never talked to someone who's had kids and now, and you know, and I don't have kids. So now that I'm getting older, it's a new ball game for me to where, you know, you're talking, you're talking to people who have been in situations where they have kids and everything. I think, um, that kids, um, adapt to whatever you put them in and, you know, and, and, to bring that up, I'm a product of that. My, um, as you guys know, my biological dad died when I was seven. And um, I had gained another father when I was 14. And I really had a problem with him because in my head, it was like, I had a father. I remember my father's love. That man loved me with all his might. You know, I remember him, I say the stories, all of that. But what I didn't understand was that I needed that as a woman, that father's love. Mm-hmm. So when I got older, having that father's love changed me in a lot of ways of the men that I chose um, to date. You know, I, I didn't have to yearn for attention or do certain things to have a man because I already had my father's love and I had my brother's love at that, too. Um, but one thing that I notice is like now me being older and dating people with kids, I feel like like Nell said, um, boundaries communication and um man it's it's just it's just new to me this is new to me so this is something that i'm just soaking up to learn about because i don't know i'm coming in with me and my dog you know so at the end of the day i don't i don't have that situation where i have a kid i'm coming in full fledged and i want to be a bonus mom that's the thing about it if someone has a kid and that's and that's their child i want to be a bonus mom where i want to help you and the opposite, you know, the, the mom, I want to help you guys with this child because a child, what did they say? What's that saying? It takes a village to build a, what, what's that saying? Okay, it does. 
You know, I really, truly believe that it does. But I think that I would be a great woman to be a bonus mom to someone else's kid. I want to teach you as much as I know as well, because when you get to that certain age and you out on your own, I want to be that one where I'm helping you as your parents to make sure you don't make mistakes that the three of us made. Okay, so it's a little I'm new to this, y'all. I'm just listening. But I'm new to this. That's that's a good point. So I'm gonna I'm gonna speak to what you said, and I'm also gonna uh, address what Kalo said as well because he makes a really good point. Um, I agree. Now I don't have kids, but I've been in uh, relationships where my my you know partner has had kids. Uh, let me say my significant other for y'all be like, oh, she got a partner. She got... what kind of partner? No, it's okay, girl. It's mean. I'm a man, y'all. No, but um, no. Um, so I have been in situations where you know someone that I was dating had kids, and so um, I'm always I always come into it with just like an open heart. So number one, I love kids, right? I love kids. I have a really nurturing spirit. And so, you know, I'm always coming in open, like, you know, what can we do for the babies? Because one of the beautiful things that I've seen is that I have a cousin, right? And um, her dad and her mom divorced and then he remarried. But she has two moms. She will tell you that in a minute. She has two moms. She loves both of her moms. It is one of the most beautiful things that I've ever seen. And I feel like that's kind of like when I think of coming into a situation where, you know, you are maybe you don't have kids or and you get with someone who does have kids or you guys have blended families or whatever the case may be. I feel like that's what it should be. Okay. We all know that whoever the mother is, is numero uno that's their mother right nobody's well you you should not be let's say this okay because I, I feel like i said there's rules we need like a little whiteboard there's rules to this okay i feel like if you don't know you should know as a external party coming in you are not the mother you are not the father okay if you did not contribute in the birthing of that child you are not that entity we can't go we can't go on more to see okay that's all i'm saying but but and i think that's another thing like some 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 moms or some fathers kind of get defensive feeling like you know oh this other person is coming in trying to do this and trying to do that and you know and it should not be that way everybody needs to know their place because everyone has one in the situation but i do feel like even though you're not you know, you may not be the parent that you come in having the same best interest at heart for the child, okay? And that's how I feel. You know, if I'm coming into a situation with someone who has a kid, you know, I'm coming in as, like Tori said, bonus mom, okay? I'm going to love and care for that child the same way, okay? And with what Kayla was saying, he was saying the biggest problem um, he had was having different methods of child raising. That is, that one is a, a kind of like a, a struggle right there. And I'm curious to know what other people think about that, you know, because that is, that is something people having different methods of raising their child. Cause I'm, I'm real old school 
when it comes to disciplinary action and children. That's why I said in the beginning that a child should not be disrespectful in a situation. I don't like any disrespectful behavior, period. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't raised that way. But, um, you know, that can, I, that that one, I really don't know. That's, That's a sticky situation. You have to kind of, you got to come to a happy medium, I believe, on that while maintaining the respect levels. Because if you're a person who allows maybe your child to do more than the other person or speak more freely than the other person, and, you know, then you have the other person over here that's not used to that, I, there needs to be serious communication going on, some conversations happening about what what the boundaries are there. Yeah, that's that very important. Yeah, that, that could that's be a very big important. Issue. You know, and that makes sense though now, because when I got older, I I asked my mom questions. I'd be like, "Why did you let my father? Because that's my dad all day now, you know." And I would mm -hmm. always say, why did you let him discipline me? I had a problem. I didn't like you allowing him to discipline me and you didn't have no say-so. And she would always, she started telling me I did mm -hmm. have a say-so, but it was behind closed doors. Me and him communicated that before he disciplined you. So it made sense as I got older. I said, oh, wow. You know, and as a man, like for instance, I'll give an example. When I was younger, um, I would be out going just hanging out but I wouldn't be doing anything I would be hanging out and he felt as a young lady she needs to be inside at a certain time so he disciplined me I had a problem with it because she didn't say it he said it but when I got older I had an understanding that they both communicated with one another before he did it so it all made sense you know so communicating with each other but then I think sometimes it's, it's one thing I always had a um, curiosity about why not conversate with the child to see what the child thinks? Do, do parents communicate with the children to see what they think? I know and I did. I, I do. I did. I mean, always. So, in terms of disciplinary action, or is that what you're saying? Just, well, not necessarily that, because that wasn't an issue I was having, anyways. It mm -hmm. was just other stuff, not necessarily disciplinary actions. But I always discuss boundaries or if something was bothering my child that, you know, we have to all talk together. That way we can solve it together. Right. I love that. I don't yeah, like I the I don't like one parent trying to fix stuff. I feel like both the step parent and the biological parent you have to talk together. I just always believe that. I don't like, you know, that the separate thing. I don't like that. I don't need it. It should all happen together. So I, I like agree. that because that I makes agree. sense. Mm -hmm. You have you all's rules of what you have in place, and at the other house, they're going to have their rules of what they have at their place. Yeah. And they can communicate that. So yeah, I really I think like it that. Should be discussed with the kids and both adults, not just one. Right. No, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that because you're right. Like that, it creates a weird dynamic if one person is handling everything or one person yeah. is talking to the yeah. child. Because ultimately, you want to come in and 
build a relationship with that child. You know what I'm saying? You want them to be comfortable, you know, in that environment, especially if you're a step parent, you know, you want them to feel comfortable. You want them to, you know, feel like this is their second home. And so, you know, but if they feel like, oh, well, I'm only going to talk to my, my dad or only going to talk to my mom, you know, and both people are not actively involved, that can be it's not gonna hard, work. a lot of issues. Yeah. <laughs> That's not gonna work. I totally agree with that. Totally right agree with that. So right I'm, I'm curious to know. I want to hear from some baby mamas or some baby daddies out there who's listening in because I really want to hear the perspective from like a a baby mama and what's the rules. Now I know Neil. I already know you and mom, you and Mimi, but I'm curious to know like. How does like that dynamic work? And I know that you ladies are, you know, y'all, you guys are cool, but I know there are some baby mamas that's just like, I don't want her around my baby. Or some, or some, some guys like, don't have him around my child. And it's just like, well, how are you supposed to move on and still keep a, you know, a conversation relationship with the child? You can never date. Y'all hate everybody that they talk to. Now you gotta like somebody at some point in time. What is going on, everybody? Baby mamas, baby daddies, come on, chime in. Let us know. Let me You're know because I want to know. I don't have those issues because I've been mom and daddy cool. from the beginning. No, right. Marcus, Marcus has never met his biological dad, so oh, it's wow. always been it's always been me, right? And Angie, because he loved him some cousin Angie. You know, grab little kids, <laughs> and, she, and she would grab him up. Like he, oh, I him your I him your child up now. Don't get yeah, crazy. yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong. I'm up some disrespectful kids. You got to put. But see, guys. with me, his dad has never been in his life. You know, so I really don't know how that whole real dynamic baby mama baby daddy drama because it's been me. And of course, wow. you know, I have you know I have my mom and you know my sister. Like he has you know, godparents and stuff like that and, you know, people in the church and different things like that. But as far as his dad's side of the family, they pretty much was like, fuck my child. So they've never met him. They've never seen him. No interaction with him whatsoever. And my child is 14 years old now. So I got a question. Does Do you have any fears or worries about when he gets older? So I'll tell you my breakdown. When my father died when I was seven, I lost contact with my dad's side of the family. It did a lot for me when I got older because I wanted to know, why do I write left-handed? Why am I like this? Why do I act like this? Why do I do this? You know what I'm saying? Why do I look like this? And so I finally found my dad's side of the family and I have a great relationship with them now. But it was a lot that bothered me growing up trying to figure out why am I not like my mom? And my mom keeps saying I'm a lot like my dad's family. Do you have worries and fears or, or fears about when he gets older and he starts asking you questions because he wants to know them? No. And I mean, at this point, you know, like I said, you know, like I'm not the bitter baby mama, never spoke bad about, you know, my son's father to, you know, 
to his dad and different things, you know, about his dad and different things like that. So I'm never going to do that. If he wants to reach out, I'll try to make the provisions. But if the dad doesn't want to, that's not an issue. Marcus has a father figure in his life now that treats him like, you know, his son. So it makes it a lot easier. He's like, okay, because it was one day me and my best friend were in the car with the kids and they were younger and her son was like, my dad, this, my dad, that. And Marcus was like, well, I don't have a dad. And so my best friend was like, bitch, what you gonna say? Wow. It's kind of like, it's like, Marcus, you have a dad. He's just on vacation. Now, my, my baby father was incarcerated for some things that he did, you know, whatever he did, that's between him and the good Lord. But I was like, you have that, he's just on vacation. And the reason why I said vacation is because Marcus was like four or five at that time. So I didn't taint him earlier on as he got a little bit older. I let him know the real deal as to what happened to his biological. I said, it's not that he doesn't love you. I said, he just, you know, has some things that happen in his life and he's getting himself together. And Marcus was okay with that answer. I did ask him a couple of years ago, did he ever want to meet his dad? He was like, no, I pretty much have, you know, who I have in my life now and I'm okay with that. I was like, well, just let me know. So it's kind of like we have an open communication about that. So in the event, if he does want to reach out to his dad, I have no issue with that. But I will have an issue if my baby make it to the NFL or the NBA and you try to hop your little happy ass up on the stage. Right. My baby didn't got it. Yeah. Okay. Angie, I'm going to need you to one, two. You know, girl, you got to play. You I got you. Okay. Chop him in the neck, girl. Okay. So, therefore, because he hasn't been there, you know, Angie been there. Angie's been peed on. Uh, Angie and baby said. Can we not disclose all the information? I'm just saying. Been thrown Carry out on. on. Carry on. But at the same token, it's like, you know. <laughs> Angie, Angie has been there for everything. So if Angie's standing there while he's signing his contract to, you know, the New York Giants or somebody like that, Angie has her privilege to stand right there because Angie didn't been through the fire and everything. She didn't hemmed him up. She didn't told him about himself. She didn't told him this in a loving way because that's how Angie is. But, yeah, so, you know, like I said, you know, I've never been, you know, the bitter baby mama. I've never had baby daddy, you know, baby daddy issues because he hasn't been here. So. Understandable. understandable. I have another question because y'all know I got too many questions because this is new to me. This is all new to me. Anyway, so when is a good time to meet someone's kid or kid? And and y'all drop some comments in the box because I want to know <laughs> everyone's perspective of when is a good time to meet your kids? Because there's some people I know where you date in and it's like, oh, meet my kid. And then your kid get attached and then y'all break up. So when is a good time? I feel like this is a good question. I, it is. When is a good time to meet someone's kid? I feel like when Not you right plan off the on spending the rest of your life with that person. That's just yeah. how I feel when you plan on spending the rest of your life with this person. That's when you know that's your person. Yeah. 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 
I um I definitely agree with that and I think that it's important to allow the parent to make that choice. I'm not a woman that's like so when am I gonna meet your kids? So when am I gonna meet your kids? So when are you gonna introduce mm-hmm. me? So when you, I'm not that type of person because ultimately and this is how I feel with anything in terms of relationship, if you love me and you care about me, I need I want you to make the choice that you feel in your heart that it's the time and place for me to meet your child. So I'm not going to rush anyone into making that decision regardless because I shouldn't have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm not trying I wouldn't pressure anybody to do that either. You either you either feel that it's the time for me to meet them or you don't feel it's the time. So I feel like that is something, you know, you kinda gotta give your person the opportunity to do now if it's one of those situations where y'all engaged about to get married and you still ain't met the child then that's a problem there's <laughs> yeah, something wrong excuse me how are we supposed to blend this yes. family and i ain't even met the part i'm supposed to be blending so yeah, this i need you right <laughs> something's not right i need you to figure that part out but if you but he been eating day, the snacks. right if you oh, okay. <laughs> but if you But if you guys are dating and this person has a child and they have not yet introduced you, I say give them time to make that decision because you don't know what the reason is. You know, sometimes you got crazy baby mamas and baby daddies and you got to ease that in or like, you know, I got to talk to the mama like we got to revisit this like five times before she won't stab you when you meet her. You know what I'm saying? So you may have to, you may have to allow them to, you know, handle this kind of ease you into it. You know what I'm saying? And besides, and the other thing is, is that it does take time for people to know that you are the one. It you does. know what I'm saying? And because we live in such a crazy world today, you cannot just introduce anybody to your kids. You gotta be careful. People change. Mm-hmm. People change relationships. They change their underwear sometimes. Mm-hmm. And in that in that respect, I can understand sometimes where maybe the baby mother or the baby father is like, "Listen, I don't want this person around my kids. Are, are you gonna be with them? Or next week is it somebody new?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's where. Let me let me play devil's advocate. Let me defend y'all a little bit, baby mama and baby daddies out there. I understand to some degree why they can be apprehensive about letting someone or letting the you know the other parent have their children around someone because maybe they know that this person has a pattern of picking people who you know don't create a a healthy environment or maybe yeah or maybe they continue to date different people and it's like okay you cannot have my child around you know whoever Gary, Jack and Jim and Felicia, Toya and McKenna okay you can't have my baby around all of them like you know oh that's just you know that's just my friend Jim that's Uncle Jim and Uncle Tony and Uncle Hell no ain't nobody got that many damn uncles now listen you know so I understand to some degree you know there there can be some apprehensiveness there and then there you know i can see a mom being like okay well you know that you really about to settle down with someone then yes okay then i need to meet this person and, and we can talk about you know having our child you know them be a part of our child's life but right if you just out here playing the field and with whomever it is that you feel you want to talk about a week you know you're not ready, you're not ready and that's not a 
that's not a healthy environment. You know, you kind of want to watch what your kids see anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, as a mom, you don't want to see your child watching you with 50 million different men. And, and as a father, or the same women. thing. Because you being or a women, thigh, thigh. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Y'all grown. Y'all grown. You can do what you want to do. But I'm just saying, you still have a responsibility to conduct yourself in a certain manner when it comes to children. So you don't want them to see all that. It's really not their business. If you want to thought around the whole city that you live in, baby, do you. But all I'm yeah. saying is, is that the kids don't need to see that. No. And then when you are ready to settle down with someone and you are going to bring, you know, you're going to blend that family or bring that person in, then you know, you do need to know that it's right. So I you know, I'd like to know what people think about that. So I agree. I agree. So y'all know I'm about to come out with some more questions out the woodwork. Oh, I do apologize. What you want you know. know. So I heard y'all talking about boundaries earlier. I done heard boundaries, 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 boundaries. Okay. So what kind of boundaries are set? What is a boundary that you guys have as Angie is pulling out the whoppers and you about to hear her crunch on these whoppers? Um, oh, that's what they were talking about, whoppers. You know what? I didn't even say that about them. The boundaries is um, communicating with the kids um, as far as uh, being respectful. Um, boundaries as far as uh, discipline, like disciplining the kids. I know some people don't like um, other people disciplining their kids. It can be mm-hmm. wife or husband, married or not. Some people just don't like that. Mm-hmm. So boundaries, does, those kind of boundaries. So does your husband discipline your child? Your he doesn't CC? have to. Uh, I have a, a wonderful daughter. Like you really do. She's amazing. And and she she actually broke down and cried to me and was so thankful. Uh, he's been in her life since she was eleven years mm-hmm. old, and she's twenty one now. And she, she needed appreciate, that. She appreciate everything, um, everything. So he don't have to do that, like honestly. So we we didn't have issues like that. It, it wasn't nothing like that at all. So I think you're always been good. Yes, she has. I'm curious to know, though, what do you think about that, though? Do you think that if someone is in a blended situation like that, you know, should No. Yeah. No. I just, uh, not physically, no. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. That's what I want to know. Physically, no. Like, hands, belt, all that, no. Disciplining though, as far as like, because you know, again, my situation like punishments, was, like putting was, your yeah, I'm okay with that. I was always yeah. okay with that. I don't have an issue with that. Punishments, taking things yeah. away that she yep. loved, he was exactly. able to do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we just never had no the physical thing. No, you put it your hand on my child, I'm gonna cut you, and you gonna make yeah, I don't find think your body that. all over America. No, nah, he's a great uh, my husband's a great dad. Like honestly, it's it's like no complaints at all. I'm nothing. So so I guess times has changed because I used to have a switch waiting at the door for my grandma. I had a belt. I had all of them things. I grew up in North Carolina and New Jersey. I was bad. I'm not. I'm not gonna front. I was a bad child, but 
like whoopings and all that. Yeah, that came off top. I noticed the new generations now, they don't get whoopings. They don't get what we've been through. You get handed a tablet and go sit your ass down and go sit down and look at that tablet. You know what I mean? Like, it's different. So it is, no, you're right. You know, it's very different. Okay, let's talk about disciplinarian action. Okay, my mama did not play. She was a dis- disciplinarian in the household. Now, had this been her day, okay, <laughs> her day, she would tell you it. Listen, she wanted to whoop my best friend, Jen. I was like, Mama, but Jen's in high school and she don't even get whoopers. No, she was like, but she in this damn house. I was like, Jen, so you will have to go home because. Your mama was mama hilarious. So li- that's what I'm saying, though. This is a different day and age. Had this been her era, she'd be like, your kid in this damn house, they disrespectful, I'm beating their ass. That's just how it goes. You got a problem? We can have a problem. Like, that's my mama, okay? That's not all I'm not, yeah, okay, I'm, not, li- I'm not like that. I'm not like that. Now, I feel like if I'm coming into a situation where my significant other, you know, has a child, then I feel like in terms of physical disciplinary action, that's something that they they need to handle if that's what is going to be done. Um, but I just feel like, you know, like Nell said, in terms of punishments or, you know, taking away privileges, which is typically unless you have a super unruly child, I feel like you can do that. You can be like, okay, you can yeah. punishment or no, you can't do this activity until you get your act together. Like, I think that's, that's understandable. You know what I'm saying? If you bad like Tori and you just acting up, then you might have to break out the bill. I don't know, but yeah, that's true. That's but, true. but for the most part, I don't think that for the most part, though, I feel like you can, you know, when it, if you two people are in a situation and you are step parent, then yes, punishment, you know, or something like that is something that you and the actual parent, you know, can set together, you know, and then anything other than that, I I feel like allowed the parent, yeah. the actual parent, the biological parent to do what it is that mm-hmm. they feel that they need to do on that end. Now, with that being said too, you know, there also has to be understanding that hopefully the biological parents understands too that you cannot allow your children to disrespect exactly the step parents. Okay. So that's that's the problem. Like mm-hmm. I don't want people to feel like don't don't sit there and think that the step parent is supposed to allow disrespect. Yeah. Oh, and you're not supposed to allow it. Yeah, no, at not at all. Okay. Right. Like we can handle it. I can let you do your thing. But what I won't tolerate is being disrespected. Yeah. So that's that's a boundary there that has to be set between, you know, two people. So that's that's a big one. So hold on. I'm about to put Kayla's comment up here. Kayla says, I don't whip my children because I think it sends them the wrong message to me. It sent them the message of when somebody don't do what you want them to do kick their ass. No, no, I don't agree with that because I whooped Ciela's ass and she was never like that. I just don't agree with that. Now, I was a good kid. Right. I I was a good kid. I did get a whooping here and there, um, you know, when I was coming up. Not often, you know, but I don't know. It's a new day. Let's say it like this. It's a new day and age. Okay. Like I said before, 
like I said before, I have old school values when it comes to discipline. I don't necessarily think that you have to put your hands on a child, you know, but I do believe in being firm when it comes yeah. to discipline. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't play. I I wouldn't be one of those parents that play a lot with kids. Now, mind you, I don't have my own kids, but I, I had a lot of nieces and nephews, right? And um, And they love Angie. But I also set boundaries with them. And like Mimi said before, like, you know, yes, I will hem my baby Marcus up in a minute because I don't tolerate disrespect. Right. Why why your tone like that? Why your tone like that? You raised it. Hold on, wait a minute. What was you saying again? Now what what was that? Okay, we're gonna bring it down a couple notches. That's what I you know. So I'm 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 that type of person or wait, did you did you just talk back to me? No, I know I didn't hear that. We're gonna we're gonna try this one more time. We're gonna try this he, one more time. And he like, be looking I, at me I'm like that. bruh. And I'd be like I'm not. I'm that person. Don't don't let me have to ask you more than once. Okay. Yeah. Don't ask me why I ask you to do something because you don't pay bills here. Like I'm, I'm that type of person. You know what I'm saying? And so I I like to set the the groundwork. I don't treat kids like they're friends. You know how some parents like to have that whole friendly dynamic. So like I'll be like, okay, I understand keeping the lines of communication open, but you still need to have a parent child boundary there. I'm that person. We gonna set the parent-child boundaries, and we not gonna cross it. But I'm gonna, you know, allow you to be open with me. You just gonna do it with some tact and some respect. So, so I like that because I grew up old school too. You know, like I was telling you, I got whoopings. I needed them. I deserved them. I ain't even gonna lie. But when I got my whoopings, when another one was about to come, because I knew I was doing some unruly stuff, I got that yeah. look. I got that look, and once I got Girl. that look, I was like, "Oh, I'm set straight. I'm good. Mm-mm. I'm good. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not doing that no more." And that was for me because I was bad. But uh, an example I did on my niece one time, and I didn't have to discipline her. I didn't have to whoop her. None of that. But kids are very, very smart. They, they know are. the games. They know how to play with you and pick your buttons to figure it out if they can push you to that limit or not. And so she was three at the time. And with her mom, she'd pull her mom's hair, yell at her mom, cry, 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 all of those things, right? She didn't play with TT. When I seen her, I grabbed her little butt. I put a pillow on the floor and I laid her little butt on that floor. And I said, you stay right there. Don't you move. And she looked at me and cried, cried, cried. Did she move away from that pillow? No, she didn't. I was very, very firm with her. She did cry, cry, cry. And then she fell asleep on that pillow. Mm-hmm. And her mom was like, how did you do that? I was like, it's called you're creating a boundary on that child. Yeah. Because I worked I worked in child care for years. Let, let me tell you, them three-year-olds, them two-year-olds, and four-year-olds, they know how to play games with you. And they will play every game they can because they're smart. And you either going to let them do it or you're not. So, That's so true. I learned a lot. Oh, them kids there. I was bad. I'm telling you, that I was so really that. I deserve I, every little thing coming to me. I, I am curious to know, though, what are the rules? What are the rules? I, and I'm asking that uh, to the, the baby mamas and baby dads. Like, what are the rules? You know, if you are, for those of you who um, have someone that, you know, maybe the father or the mom is in a relationship with someone else, what are the rules or 
how do you feel about meeting the other person or the other person being around your child? You know, or what are your boundaries? Like, how does, how does the meeting go? Let's talk That's about the meeting. Okay, so I'm dating Kristen Keys, okay? And oh, Kristen yes. Keys has mm. a baby mama, okay? That's me. And I'm a baby mama. Like, Kristen, like, baby. Oh, She's a baby mama. Did you hear that, Tori? Oh, damn. We're going to role play. We're going to role play. So how does the meeting go? Okay. Like, okay. Kristen, like. I just want to be a fly on the wall. Okay. Kristen Key's like, baby, it's time to meet my baby mama, Tori. You know, she kind of ratchet. She always wearing ball caps and shit. But, you know, we got a kid together. Not she padded. We got a kid together. (laughs) And... I want you to meet her. And so I'm be like, okay, baby, it's that time. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Wow. I'm already not going to like you. But go ahead. <laughs> oh my God, y'all. Oh, this is going to be bad. This is going to be so bad. Christian, I'm ready. Let me go meet her. Okay, let's do this. Okay, and so Christian come in and he's like, Tori, I want you to meet the woman, Angela Marie. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, and <laughs> she is going to be around our child. And I'm going to be like, hi, Tori. It's nice to meet you. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to shake your hand. You are all right, but you ain't my level. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Jesus. Somebody finna so- get shot. I am coming here respectfully with Christian Keys. <coughs> his full name, y'all. But Christian, you know, to you know, just introduce myself and let you know that I'm gonna be in you your child's life, and I just want you to feel comfortable knowing who I am and that I have good intentions when it comes towards the child. That's nice and all, but does my child even like you? Well, you the mother, don't you know? <laughs> what you buy my child? Did you buy my child anything? Have you bought your child anything? Because if yeah. I'm doing all the buying, that means you lacking somewhere. She ain't gonna work out for you. We done. <laughs> Just wow. Please don't let it go like that. Please don't let it go like that. Please. You know, I wouldn't be like that. that. I'd be like, oh, a bonus mom? Join in. Girl, can I get you some wine? You know, we didn't work out. It's okay. We're co-parenting great. I like you, Angie, already. Let's get to know each other. That is too damn happy. I really don't think it's going to go like that. In a a perfect world, no. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay. We need a new role play. Because the two baby mamas ain't saying shit. If you notice, the two singles with no children is the one that's over here doing the role play. I'm a nice you one. Role playing. I'm nice. Yeah, you got role play. play. I Y'all guess. Play. I guess. This should be interesting. And she oh, very. Okay. Who role play? Am I role playing? Wait. What am, what am I... Wait, first it depends on what it what happened. It don't matter. Just play your part, girl. So the question we were asking when you were stepped away was we were like, okay, how does it go? How does it go initially when the 
outside person is meeting the the other parent. So for this scenario, it was like, okay, it was me dating Christian Keys and Tori was the baby mama. And this is my first meeting with Tori. So that's what it was. And she was so ratchet, like, y'all, oh my gosh. So now, how were you now when you met? When I met the baby mama. Exactly. I was very polite. I was, because I'm very nice and, until you piss me off. But I was very polite. Um, and they wasn't rude. They was really nice to me in, in my face. They was very nice to me. In my, <laughs> in my what we preface, in my face. Okay. Yeah. My face. So it wasn't a problem, you know, face to face. It was It was lovely. That's all that matters. As long as it was respectful face to face. That's fine. I, I agree. Mel need and popped up with the snacks. I know. No, I agree that that's the way it should be, right? I think that it should be. I think that, and I, and does everyone agree? Do you feel like before anyone meets the child that they should have um, meet the mom first? Yes, I do. Uh, respect for the mother. Um, I agree. I agree. I mean, I understood, you know. You know, when she wanted to meet me, I understood that I wasn't upset about it because I would be the same way. I mean, me too. Try you got to know who your child gonna be around, and exactly. So, but like I said, the meeting in person and stuff the first time it was good. It wasn't bad at all. That's so. good. That's good. So, what if? Okay, so we've been doing all that talk about that. So, what if the child doesn't like you? Oh, my child will let you. Well. Know. Tough titty. <laughs> Cause um, you know, not going nowhere. Just I don't know. That's that's hard. Isn't that hard? But you know what though, honestly, on um, to be serious, it's kind of up to you to uh kind of get that child to get comfortable with you and to get mm -hmm. that child to I guess let them know you are a good person and you mean well. So that's important too. It's kind of on an adult as well to make that child feel important. You know, I agree you know. because I feel like sometimes it's such a touchy kind of scenario, especially if, let's say, for instance, the child has been, you know, with their parents. Initially, it started off, it was mommy and daddy. And then, um, you know, then mommy and daddy splits up and then daddy or mommy decides to get with someone else. And so initially for some kids, it may be a smooth transition for others. They may have a hard time adjusting to that or adjusting to not seeing their parents together and seeing their parent with someone else. Yeah. That's so hard I agree. on the child. Yeah. So oh I agree goodness. with Nail that, um, you know, it's, it's both parties who got to kind of work at it, you know, because you, you want to make them feel comfortable. You want to let them know, hey, it's okay. You know, I understand this is a, a difficult transition, but, you know, like this is your second home and you can feel comfortable and everything, you know. So I, I do think it's it's, it's on, the, on the parent as well or the other person to try to create a comfortable situation. <laughs> 
Listen, really I was on that. I was on that same accord with you. When my father popped in the picture, I was like, I do not like this man. And I said it out loud, verbally. Mind y'all, I was a bad child. So I was like, I don't like you. I don't know you. I don't like you. It is what it is. Stay in your lane. I stay in my lane. Oh, and um, I will right. say, though, when I got older, I had to understand. I started looking at my mom and I was like, dang, my mom's happy. Like, she loves this man. And that came with maturity with myself. So when I got older, I said, okay, let me give this a chance because I'm not going to be living with my mom forever. I know I'm moving out. You know, let me give this a chance. And when I started opening up to give him a chance, I was like, dang, that's my dad. Everywhere he go, I am. I follow him. I act like him, you know. (laughs) But the most important thing was when I allowed him in my life, who was the person who bought my first car? My father was. Who was the person who bought me anything that I asked for? My father was, because he's good with money. So that, like, now that I'm older, I'm like, gosh, I'm glad I accepted him because he added so much to me. And, um, yeah, so I love it. A bonus parent is a plus. You know, and y'all yeah. know him. Y'all know him. Yeah. And y'all I know love him. A good man. I love Pop. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good man. Yeah. So I, I couldn't ask for any other father. Okay. Not I another mean, father. He's a good dude for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Angie. I got one more question. I swear to y'all, <laughs> I'm done. I swear to y'all, I'm yeah. done. So this goes back. So people that I've come like cross paths with, their parents separated at an older age. Hmm. And they said it affected them more when their parents separated at an older age hmm. than if they were younger, their parents would have separated. What do y'all and then they went and remarried someone else while their parents were at an older age? What do y'all think of that? Honestly, I don't know. I don't to me, I wouldn't be affected worse. I don't think. I mean, I I feel like not as an adult, no, no, because I feel like I I under I would be able to understand better. Like sometimes people grow apart. Sometimes you know it just doesn't work out, or you lose interest, or whatever the case may be. I feel like as an adult, you can kind of, especially if you've gone through your own relationships, you kind of understand how things can be so I can't see even if my like my parents had been together a long time and then decided that they were going to separate I mean I mean shit I'm gonna love both my parents <laughs> you know what I'm saying I agree and but I'm they were really messed up hmm. they were really messed up more so wow. because they had been together for so long to see them not be like that no more they looked up to them because now they're married and they right. had that same thing and so to see their parents no longer be together, it messed them up as an older age because they're just like, why? I don't understand what happened wrong. Like, we used to do this, we used to do this. You know what I mean? So it kind of affected them. It's it three people I know where they told me as they got older, it affected them when their parents decided to call it quits with each other. And I can't understand it because I'm like you, Angie, and now I'm on the same page as you all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's kind of weird there. That's like, different. I, would... I don't know. Mm, I would um, I would probably be a little sad. Yeah, but um, Joseph, that's about it. I agree. Jesus, that's about it. Joseph, if you don't leave, um, 
me alone about these musicals, honey, because I'll, I'll tell them Joseph a musical, Joseph. I just tell them it. Joseph. Joseph appreciates Joseph the musical. <laughs> Go on, okay. Musicals suck. They do they not. Do. Don't be disrespectful. That is the last genre of movie it's of horrible. a type of movie I would ever watch. It's horrible. Like it's horrible. It's dreadful. I would watch a horror movie before I watch a musical. Baby, don't nobody got time. I'd rather watch that Bob guy. Okay. Okay. Now, now I'm not going to talk trash because I am actually going to enjoy watching West Side Story because it's my Puerto Rican people on there. Puerto Rican, yeah, all day. But other than that, if there wasn't Puerto Ricans on there, I probably wouldn't be watching it. Sorry, I know all the songs. I know all the songs. So I don't want to watch it. Don't be singing them either when we watching it, okay? Oh, I'm going to sing every last one of the songs. I know them all. She is. She, she is. is. She's going to sing it. She sing everything. When she say my name, she sing it. When she call out phone numbers, she sing it. She got me doing you know it now. I'm doing got, it now. I got Angie doing that. Oh, Tori. It's bad. That sucks, man. Mm. So listen, y'all. So we 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 gonna wrap up the conversation because it is about that time. But look, so there are some things to think about when it comes to the whole dating a person with kids. And um, for those, it does, it does. It takes a lot of communication and understanding on all the adult side of it. You know what I'm saying? Because ultimately how you conduct yourselves, how you decide that you're going to communicate and set your boundaries really, you know, that depends on the environment the child is coming into. And again, as I said before at the beginning, that's the important part is creating a comfortable environment for the child. So we do want to encourage you to do that. I encourage that you respect you know, parents respect the other party coming in and the other party respect the parents. Also, you know, be respectful if if you are going to be becoming a part of a child's life, it is important that you do meet the parent, the father or the mother. And hopefully, you know, everybody can have a meeting that is respectful and cordial, you know. So I'm going to leave it there with everything there's my baby princess in the camera and um (laughs) so we're gonna go ahead and throw up everybody's social media handle so that you can follow us and everything and then we are going to wrap up the show but let's 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 get these handles up here so you can know how to get in touch with us so i'm gonna up on the screen first miss mimi's contact information we are going on a month and what a week that she has kept you know her what? hands the same you know what okay she is still Mimi the nerdy vixen this week y'all once again kudos to you <laughs> you know Mimi what? I love it you know what yeah sure you can follow me everybody at she is Angela Marie on IG, on Facebook at Angela.Marie81, and on Twitter at Love Angela Marie. We're going to throw Miss Tori up there. I don't think she's private anymore, so go ahead and hit her up, you all. Go ahead and follow Miss <laughs> Tori. Angela. You're not private no more, Tori. Hey. I'm getting I still it. am. So. 
And then you can follow Miss Chanel on IG at Chanel underscore Sadler underscore Tyus. On Facebook at Chanel.Sadler. And on TikTok, y'all, check out her TikTok videos at Sadler Chanel. She be putting the drink videos out there. there, (laughs) So you got to check it out. And all of the other TikToks, too. So make sure... Make sure that you follow Nail on TikTok. All right. All right, everybody. So we will be back next week. It's going to be our last week before uh, the Christmas break. So we'll be off for two weeks. We'll be off for the week of Christmas and we'll be off for the week of New Year's. And then we will be back fresh after the New Year. So next week, make sure you tune in Friday. It's our ugly Christmas sweater day, so I want everybody to, if you're watching, throw on your ugly Christmas sweater and join in with us on that day, all right? And then we have another awareness that we will be featuring next Friday. So we will see you guys next week. We got another show coming up at 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you're on the East Coast, that is 11 p.m. That is Hot Sugar Tea, all right? I will have the streaming destination link. Up in our outro, we hope everyone has an amazing rest of your Friday night. And we will see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. I loved it. Yes.